welcome back. Uh, we have three games in seven days. We've got through two of them, and we've gotten six points from two matches. Can we make it nine? Yeah, you fucking hope so. I mean, we've done well the past two games, so my birthday wish was fulfilled. All I wanted was three points for my birthday. Got that done. We made America proud on the fourth. Yep. I was going to say I celebrated your birthday and celebrated America's birthday in style. Yeah. Four goals on the fourth. Fireworks. Well, against the Canadians. Yeah. We love that. Yeah, it's very true. <clears throat> How are you doing over there in your Arsenal kit, Declan Rice? Rice, Rice, baby. Yeah, no, buzzing about that for sure. Um, he's going to be a great addition. But with him coming in, that means Granite's on his way out. So it's like I said to you earlier, I'm kind of bittersweet about that, obviously. Happy to see him go and move on. But guy's made himself a legend in the past two years, overcoming everything he's overcome, throwing the armband down, ripping the kid off, the whole nine, and to having the entire Emirates singing to him at the final game. Crazy. Was but, he also the one that got in Trent's face and basically started yeah, the whole title yeah, downfall? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah should have counted his composure together. Just a little bit there, but hey, love the guy. Hope he does well at Bayern. Bayern, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rice is going to be fantastic, man. So is Casado. Yo, y'all were over here clowning on me about 100, 105 mil, and guess what? Casado is hey, only going to go for. We're not going to hundred mil. That's what Brighton wants for him. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Somebody's going to try picking a fight with Badatic Bali. No shot. No one's winning that. I mean, I don't know. Y'all threw the money last year, so you, it might do it this year. You know what's crazy is that in Mikel Arteta's entire tenure, we just now got up to a total spend that you guys spent last year. Well, no. Well, you spent a bunch oh, shit in ton. January, yeah, but not so, last year. Well, 600 mil, right? Is, in two windows. All right. So... So we just now, with the Rice signing, have hit 600 mil in Arteta's entire tenure. I'm pretty sure you guys in the past two years have also been either right behind us or, like, the same spend. Same well, high I mean, spend. yeah, last the year before, yeah, but we also got, like, eight players the year before. when we The year we brought in, like, Ben White. Like, Shite. He's He's been pivotal <laughs> to us, too. He's been, He's had his shaky games, but he's played very well for us. But, you know, I guess it's a good time now to put your, your place your bets for who's going to win the uh, Premier League title next year. And you know where you should do that, our sponsor. Do you like free money? I know I do. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and way more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. You know who I'm not betting on? Mm. City. Just like you can't bet on them, Owen. Damn, always calling out Owen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a wild stray right there. This deserves it. He's a City fan. They could, they could just win the league again, though. 
No, yeah. no one wants to see it. Let's be honest. No one no does, one. but it could happen. Holland scoring another fifty thousand goals a season. It's over. Yeah, probably not. We'll uh, we'll see who's got some contention this year. I think everybody around is strengthening where they need to strengthen. So, speaking of fucking strengthening, the people across the way, inner Fort, or sorry, outer Fort Lauderdale have made some interesting talks. Uh, uh, Messi, Busquets both confirmed. Yep. Talking Alba, to Jordi Alba, talking to Eden Hazard. They did sign. They sent a contract to Iniesta today. But who knows if that 39-year-old man will come over here. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's basically that. turning into a retirement facility over there. Right, it's just it's just Barca region. They're just bringing it back to the good old days. Yeah, but I mean, with fucking <clears throat> Messi there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Messi's obviously the GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be class no matter what. But, like, the rest of the team around him is geriatric. So... Uh, get Hazard but, running some suicides and keep him away from a Burger King. He'll be all right. Yeah. You should come to Orlando. We've got a, a great, great hospital facility, Orlando Health. <laughs> Facts. We'll take great care of him here. Put oh. that in his contract. Your health care is paid for. <laughs> for the rest of your life here. You're chilling. Yeah. Well, based off of performance on Tuesday, I wouldn't say we needed anybody. It was a very good performance, possibly the best we've seen all season, if not the best. I would far. say by far it's been the best. We've looked at that last game against um, Chicago. That was a game before Toronto. No, I'm talking about, I'm in Chicago. That, the Chicago game is the one we looked the most dominant in. From start to finish, there was a little lull period, like 10 minutes, where it looked evenly matched. But after that, it was all Orlando City. <clears throat> We were just talk, talking about it. It could have been 8-9 with the chances that we had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wilder doesn't hit the post. Angulo doesn't hit the post. Mo doesn't miss a sitter. Again. So we're at seven goals right now. Then Enrique puts his a little bit farther in. Oh, Hayda puts it anywhere other than at the keeper. Like Greg, Renjit Singh, the, the opposing keeper, was kind of shaky during the game. And you saw that with Dagger Dan's goal. But he also made some very good saves. Oh, yeah, he stood up when he needed to at, at certain points. But, I don't know, Toronto's in shambles right now, man. Yep. So, don't know what's going on there. Bernard Desky's now suspended for at least one more match unless they appeal it. Well, and he, being that C, uh, Wilder got fined. fined for simulation and embellishment, I'm sure that he's not going to have to serve a one-match ban or anything like that. If Toronto <laughs> hasn't appealed that red card, they should. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, Caesar and Wilder, they've been spending a lot of time together, right? You saw with Araujo's assist, that that's that's a Wilder play right there. The the Wilder red, that's an Araujo play right there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the, Gavin asked in the Discord who taught Caesar how to pass. Yeah, uh, Wilder apparently, and he's also learning from Caesar on how to flop like a pro. So I've actually been out there working with both of them. I oh, taught yeah. them both those things, too. So it was a little bit of a mix Yeah, in between. I bet. Mm -hmm. Well, I used to be a little sitting DM back in my day. I could spray the ball out wide. The only thing you do now is sit. <laughs> you knew something Fish was going to come. <laughs> something was going to come from that. That comment about you being out there <laughs> practicing and training. No, but... In the mud. Let's talk about... So there's been... 
obviously Twitter is always a landmine out there for Orlando City. There's been a lot of talk about Poppy in, Poppy out. Has Poppy's seat cooled down, and what temperature is it at right now? 100% it has. And I think, I can't remember when I said this, but <laughs> I literally think the number was if we go on like a good 10-game stretch, like I can't really be mad. So I, I can't say anything. And I think I said it during fan reacts on Tuesday too uh, to someone. But we're at the point now where we've lost one in the last 11 league matches. So, yeah, could we have turned some of those draws into wins? Yes. But um, I think it's also the improvement that the poppy out crowd has been asking for. All that we've really wanted in the end is improvement, whether it came, well, I can't really say whether it came from Oscar or not because we were all wanting Oscar out the door. But if he's proving himself now, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can't really say anything bad about yeah. what he's done. Do you have anything? Um, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think for me personally, at least, I, I've obviously been somebody that even before the podcast was talking about this kind of stuff. So, but I didn't care where the improvement came from, whether it was with Oscar or without Oscar. I was just tired of going to games and watching us lose. I'm tired of watch turning. Was tired of turning on the games, watching us play poor. So that's why I was poppy out because I felt like the change needed to happen in the front office because I didn't think that he would be able to adapt himself. Mm-hmm. But he's shown with this Wilder and Caesar, you know, the double pivot look that we have in the midfield now, he's shown he can adapt and play with the roster that he has. So, yeah, I mean, his seat's cooled down completely for me. I'm hearing him out until the end of the season now. My next step for him is, dude, you got to win a playoff game. If we go out in the first round of the playoffs, yeah, I'm going to be very upset. Right back down again. But I'm, then, so then, what happens for the next? Does I want to know if his contract ends this season or not? I can. It's one thing I can never find. I could so, have sworn that he, this was the last year of his contract. So if it is, just per se, does he get another contract, or do we just extend his contract if we lose in the first round of the playoffs? We got to see what the rest of the season looks like for me personally. We keep playing like this, and we just get a tough draw in the first round of the playoffs. You know what I mean? Say we finish fifth. So we finish fifth and lose first round. Lose first round. If we're playing a quality side and it's a tough game, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be upset about it. But if we go in there like we've done some of the past couple of times we've been in the playoffs and just kind of go out and just get manhandled. Make us look stupid, you know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. so it's it just it depends on how we finish the season. Now, do I want to win the playoff game? Yes, but I do. I I really want <clears> us <throat> to win this nation or this league's cup. It could be something to give us silverware for the season. It's absolutely a winnable tournament for us. I think it's the most winnable tournament for us this season. Like we have a good roster for this. Yeah, we're getting hot at the right time. Knockout tournament, Poppy. Yep. Other than the playoffs, he's a. Uh, and this year's the U.S. Open Cup, yeah. It's been pretty good in uh, in knockoff tournament play, or knockout tournament play, sorry. Uh, I will say the uh, foot mob table, I filtered it to home matches. We were last, or 14th for the longest time. We are now mid-table in eighth, five wins, four draws, three losses. Goal differential plus six, 18 scored, 12 conceded, and 19 points <coughs> And I think we have 34 on the season. Um so we now have 19 home points and 15 away points. So we've actually now surpassed our away form. Fully turned it around. 
Um, we could go up to 18 points uh, coming up on Saturday for the away games, playing RSL. But now I'm looking at it like we're a solid team no matter where we're playing. Yep. Getting a draw away is a good thing. Playing certain teams, you always want to get three points. Seattle, we should have gotten three points. Um, and I'm sure there are other matches throughout the season that we could have gotten three points from. We were just talking about it. There was that four-game stretch of – not four-game stretch, but four games where if we would have turned a draw into a win, we would have been sitting on 42 points right now, second in the East. But if we're trying to turn that fortune around, we can, we could eventually get up there this season if it keeps going our way. Yeah, I mean, that's the question that we have to ask now is, is this us finding our form and playing to our potential, or is this just us beating up on the little guy? Because Chicago is not a good team, and Toronto definitely is not a good team, and especially not in the form that Evan Weston actually said it when on Twitter. He was like, they just were not up for a professional football match on Tuesday. Or any sort of no. football match. Yeah. There, there was no quality out there for them to be playing at that professional level. Like, Orlando was like a well-oiled machine, you know what I mean? Like, is what they made us look like, like, the passes were finding where they needed to be. It was all quick. It was clean. It was crisp. And we finally had the finishing product. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, obviously, we I, I know all of us hope that this just continues for the rest of the season. Doesn't matter what team that we play up, we go up against. It, it looks like this every single game. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not scoring four goals, but if it's clean, it's fast, it's efficient, and we're creating good good opportunities – I'm happy, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think that Toronto looked horrible for like 20, 25-ish minutes. I think we moved the ball really well, which is something we haven't seen in a while. Like, Toronto pressed pretty well for a decent-ish amount of the first half. But the way we moved the ball, Araujo starting to make forward progressive passes, Cartagena still doing his thing. I think a big part of the way... <clears throat> we can break down teams is having Antonio, right? He's a pivotal part of our team, right? We, when you get Schlegel in there, the composure on the ball isn't there. For me, it's a lot like how we viewed Araujo three games ago. Yep. There's there's just something about Antonio that brings a calmness, a, a great presence that he has in that team. It's that veteran leadership. Is, is what it is. This is a guy that's been around. He's played overseas in some of the most hostile environments in the world. You know what I mean? Like, Brazilian fans are not mm-hmm. a joke. So he's played over there. He's played at that level. He's won trophies. At pretty. I feel like he's won back in Brazil and now in Orlando. So it's like he's won where he's been. He knows who the fuck he is type of thing. Like, he knows he's him. And it doesn't. And it doesn't matter who who's coming up against him. Bernard Eschke in his pocket all night. Janssen in his pocket all night. Like he's him. So he's such a pivotal part to our team, and he cannot. We cannot let him leave right now. Yeah, that was something that we haven't really talked about since the news uh, came out. But he was, according to reports, he had agreed personal terms with the Brazilian club Fluminense. Uh, and in that same report, it said Club Orlando City was kind of being or playing hardball to yeah, say right. that to not let him go because he is such a pivotal part of how we play. Um, 
So it, to that point, we can't let him go because we saw the impact that he made just in this match. And if, if, if we let that go and we got to start with Schlegel and Thomas Williams and Abdi Salim, we're going to see a different Orlando City for the rest of the season. Very true. Yeah. I would. What I would ask of him personally is, Antonio, stay for the year. We need you, bud. At the end of the season, leave us in good terms, you know what I mean, where we can get a replacement in here. We can get somebody to fill in your shoes or build up these guys behind you to be able to do your job. But stay for the year, bud. Just stay. Win us a trophy in the League's Cup. Go out of here with two trophies, man. A true legend of the club. Don't leave us. I think Zach can capture that perfectly during the game when he started yelling at Antonio, don't leave. Oh, I think I, think, I did too. I so. think that fully changed his mind. So thank hey. you, Zach, if he does stay. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Just doing my service to my club. I know so, I was yeah. yelling the same thing too. <laughs> I saw that man right there by the goal. Yeah, he came to get water. I was like, no, no. <laughs> this is not the last time I'm talking to Antonio Carlos. Uh, he will be staying. His contract expires December 31st, 2023. So he has this until year. the end of this year. Um so we got technically the first, not first half of the season, but, or, wait, no, MLS season just starts in, like, February. Yeah. So, yeah. disregard everything I just said. No, we'll have him through the end of the season on yep. his current contract. And, like, as a as the club, that's a loss you got to take. Letting him, the potential of him leaving on a free, you know what I mean? That's If he wants to stay, because if he doesn't want to stay, then that could cause problems. Yeah, but I think he's. I think he's a big enough person to, if the if Oscar goes to him and says, "I need you," you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Your contract's up at the end of the year. You can go anywhere in the world that you know is going to take you, that wants you. Probably end up back in Brazil. I think that's where he wants to go. Retire, just you know, settle down and stuff like that. He's getting up there in age. But then, why would he agree personal terms at this point, as the summer window opens? Well, because. He probably wants to go home, you know what I mean? Like, just stop, start, play one more season somewhere, full, hoping of, to play a full season and maybe retire. I don't know for sure. But if I'm Oscar, I'm telling him, look, I need you just through the end of the season. You're, you're huge, your leadership, the way you, you the locker room presence, the way you're on the field, you know, we need this. None of these guys are ready to fill your shoes yet. If you can stay until the end of the season, then, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's a big enough person. Moe's a big enough person, you know what I mean? He wanted yeah. to go home too. But they told him, like, we need you. We yeah, need that's you. what I was thinking. They could either end up the way it did with um, with Kyle Aaron, with Chris, or it could go the route of Moe where, you know, respectfully he stays because he knows how much we value him. Yep. I, I just so, can't see uh, Antonio Carlos – going on a nice little drunk drive and saying, no, this is how we drive in Canada. <laughs> I'm talking about the, the hostility. I was making a joke. Someone got it. Hopefully well, you yeah, guys I got too. it, but it's just... <laughs> so, so stay. Please. please. We all say stay. Yeah. It's unanimous from OC Fan TV, so that you have has to, to now. Yeah, sorry, but um, per your contract, you have to stay. Unfortunately, we trump the club, and we're telling you to stay, so. Yeah. Just how it happens. Sorry. You missed that clause. How the crookie crumbles, bud. How the crookie crumbles. Hey, we're going with that. That's our saying. We'll put that on the scarf.
How the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Sponsored by Crumble Cookies. Hey. I gotta get my birthday cookie tonight. You about to run out? Eat. What? About to run out on you? The free birthday cookie? I don't even know. I think I gotta redownload the app. Or we'll get there. <laughs> <eventually>. <laughs> I was gonna say we're doing this live on the pod. Um, so, first goal, Santos, fantastic ball in, Caesar. Great header. How he finds himself in those places sometimes, I do not know, but... Oh, that was good. So I can't remember where, exactly where... Who was, like, a right wing? Who played? Bakuna, oh, the right. So then he had to have been tucked in in the box, and then Caesar was just smart enough to make that back post run. Yeah. No one tracked him, and he was there. So uh, well done on him for having that attack in mind in that moment and getting in the right position because um, no one else was there, and it would have been a wasted cross. Second goal, Duncan's flick... Car is not doing that. No. Also, going it's hard to go back, but going back to your the whole uh, Caesar first goal, that was fucking an incredible ball by Santos. Not only to put the ball in the box, but to know that Caesar is there and to not play it to the first second man to find the open man there. So his delivery is fucking second to none. I just wanted to say that. Is is there anyone else that is turned like we hadn't really seen anything from him, and we had all given up on him pretty much. Is there anyone else that has, like, really turned his Orlando City fortune around? Like, as much as he has in the past two months? No. Not as much as him, but Ojeda is starting to turn his form around. We're starting to see him find himself in this team, find the ways that he can score goals, create. So, yeah, I mean, Santos is the one that's, you know, most improved player, I would say. Mm -hmm. But it's not like he's improving. He's just gotten comfortable and gotten a good stretch of minutes. Yeah. If Petrasso never would have got hurt, I don't know that he would have ever seen the pitch. Uh, he had one or two starts, but it wasn't very. It wasn't consistent, and Petrasso was the, I think, preferred left and back. The at that performances point, so. weren't the same quality that they no, are now. Right. Like, in my eyes, right now, he's one of our most dangerous players going forward. Absolutely. In terms of delivery, in terms of he's got a fucking strike on him too. In terms of all of that, he's he's got to be up there for us. No, yeah, he's probably. One of our best. He's probably the key player in our team right now. I would say, he's kind of what has changed stuff for us. We're starting to see that service in the box. We're starting to see people get forward. <laughs> We're starting to see him scoring goals from outside the box, not being afraid to take that rip. So, yeah, he's been incredible. Duncan's also been f- phenomenal the whole mm-hmm. season, pretty much. Yeah, he's had a couple of games where it's been. You can't always have perfect games. But it, he had only in Chicago, I think, where yeah, he came yeah, off yeah. to nothing. That was 13 touches, yeah. 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 Something that he said that he does a lot is he wastes energy on unnecessary things, which we love as fans seeing that just effort and stuff like that. But he's not built for this Florida heat yet. <laughs> like, I don't know at any at how at any point you as an athlete can be built for this Florida heat like that, but. He grew up here. <laughs> the summer baseball seasons. Yeah. You get used to it. Obviously, I played in high school, but I'm talking about like at a professional level, at that intensity, at that you know that pace and stuff like that. Like that's impressive. Obviously, that these guys can do that. So he's still adjusting and he's adapting to that. That's why we're not seeing him go the full 90s, and we see his performances kind of up and down. Yeah. But he's he's young, man. You know, there's so much potential in this kid. That that was a smart finish. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe he just stuck his foot out there hoping that something would happen. But to me, for him to be able to know that all he has to do is lift the ball a little bit mm-hmm. to try to keep the track that it was already going on, like, 
That's smart. To be in that positioning, to know that that ball's going to come in, obviously he's found himself in our, in our attack. That's one of those little things you look for in a striker is kind of that intuition to just score goals like that and not just a striker that try to want to, like, take a touch, bring the ball down, and by that point, every, like, the defense is getting mm -hmm. back. It's just something that – it's like an instinct. Some people have it. Some people don't. It's not something that you can teach. And for us to have another striker that kind of has that uh, mentality or intuition, intuition. yeah, it's just uh, nice to see. Third goal, Dagger Dan for Hollinson. What a fucking ball by Caesar. Caesar Cartagena right there. Caesar Cartagena. <laughs> CC. That's a ball that I feel like I've seen uh, Wilder play quite a few times. Yeah. No, I mean – They've both figured out how to switch the play and play that over the top effectively. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, and Dagger Dan to be able to be composed enough to just lift the ball over Greg, who I don't know what the fuck that guy was doing at that point, man. Like, there was not, it, their line was not that high for you to be fucking 15 yards outside of your box. It's a backup keeper. When you're backing up Sean Johnson, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, I, that was bad. That, <laughs> that was fucking... I'm here for it. Obviously, Dagger Dan needed that. He needed that goal. His performances when he's come on and he's shown us those glimpses deserved to finally have something on the score sheet. Like, So when he came on, we were all happy because we all want to see him get more minutes. But I believe it was in the capacity of a three-back and he was playing in a wing-back or right-mid like, uh, scenario. And he did decently well there. So his... Like, he's showing his ability to kind of be like a Swiss Army knife. Yep. He's played on the left, he's played on the middle, he's played on the right. Does he does he deserve to start in, like, positions like that? Playing on the right, if, say, O'Hayden needs rested, he just shows his ability to fill in in that scenario and be more of an attacking option? Oh, yeah. If you want to rotate and get rest, definitely. But if you got to play your best 11, I mean, I'm not making any changes to that As right now. As of right now, yeah. Like... Last week, I would have said he probably starts over Rajo. After these past two games, I, I don't see how you can make a change to that that eleven unless you're trying to rest someone, like you said. Yeah. Which I think, League Cup is also another time that we could see him starting to get more minutes and stuff like that. Rotated lineups, maybe, because mm -hmm. there are three team groups. Yes. We have two two matches in eight days, so it's really not. It's not really that. What are you, heavy? No, right, but... Schedule. Say you win the first game, handily, whoever you're playing. I'm not saying we could do that. I I think our first game is against Santos. I was going to say Santos, too, but I can't remember. But... Is Santos or Dynamo? Oh, really? The other two teams in our group? Wow. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, so you win one of the... You win that first game handily, and... Of course, it's Houston. Of course. Oh, it is Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself, asshole. <laughs> What a dick. So, you we beat Houston handily, you know what I mean? And we feel pretty confident about our ability to make it out of the group. Maybe you rotate a little bit, and then if you need to get that win later on, you can bring Ojeda, Facundo back in the game to get that, if you need that boost. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. Yeah, Dagger Dan is definitely, definitely deserves to be one of the first off the bench because he can play in any of the positions that we just said that get rotated a lot, so... He deserves to be that guy that comes off the bench first, in my opinion. Uh, you got a fourth goal? 
Unless you got something on the third goal. No, I say. agree. Yeah, no. Good shit from Dan. Keeping his composure. <clears throat> good ball from Araujo. It's a good team goal. There's two people. That's a team, isn't it? <laughs> There's no I in team. Yeah, there is a me in that motherfucker. But there is a dagger dand. It's true. And you got the fourth goal of Kara linking up with Ojeda. Um, Ojeda got kind of lucky with a couple of the bounces off the defender and then back off his shin, the back off the defender and back to him. And then being able to hold on to the ball until Kara finally yeah. moseyed into the fucking... <laughs> he was playing hopscotch with himself right there. <laughs> and then he got the little back heel to Kara and Kara hit it one time and, and finished, to be fair. Um, no, yeah, it was a good finish. Can't take anything away from that first time be able to put it slotted past the keeper, you know. Is it, is it just us wanting to be critical of Kara, or was he actually taking his time getting into the box? He was taking his time, but he's not fast to begin with. I was so. gonna say I don't think he can change that. <laughs> <laughs> like that was him doing. It. Like it was a good Kara goal, but good run. But take your fucking time, please. But like, I don't know. We're we're getting used to watching like Enrique and and Duncan out in the field. I think Duncan smokes Kara. In a race. Yeah. 100%. Shit, I think I smoke car in a race. Let's be real. <laughs> you might. Give me Mambo. Mambo smokes a lot of people. Yeah, I was going to say, Mambo would smoke. When he gets the engine right. going. Oh, he's. Woof. I'm going to say. Zumi's Mambo is, oh. is beating Angulo in a race. Damn right. Beating <laughs> Ruan. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So a good team performance. We saw very possibly the best Araujo performance we've seen in an Orlando City jersey. Uh, Wheeler being back is massive. Dagger Dan coming on. Cara scoring. Duncan scoring. Enrique, unfortunately, not putting that one in the back of the net. Just dragging it wide. Could have been an amazing finish. Antonio doing Antonio things. Robin doing Robin things. Now do we have to rotate against Arsenal on Saturday? No. Really? Three games, seven days, no rotate. Not no a, not in the first 11. I mean, I, I think we see more subs coming out of half and early like we've been seeing the past couple of games. But I think I think the first 11 can go again. Right, because we play – it's not like we played Wednesday. We do, we do have that extra day that we normally wouldn't if we would play on Wednesday. Got a good amount of travel, though. Almost yeah. across the country. But I don't think it's it warrants that much. Like, maybe we see a change or two, but it's not going to be a full rotation in my eyes. So, who would be your rotation if you... I would give Dagger Dan a start. Four. Cartagena. Uh, I know you don't want to, but he's played I was a gonna good say amount. The right, but I was going to say somewhere on the right. Figure out a rotation say. of Ojeda and Gula Facundo. And let him play that right mid. And then we'll we shift have, into that three back again. Have him play on the left side. Have Angulo take a break. And then have... Um, Ojeda play for Facundo on the right or Facundo or, or Mo I say Mo might need Mo might need some break or some rest Mo just uh, was rested no he played the 8 never mind never mind no well, what about Enrique do you think Enrique could possibly play on the left he could he did that's something that could happen right him that's for Angulo have Dan play the fuck it Dan play the, the 10. 10 yeah that, that could work with Ojeda outright. Yeah. Or if that doesn't work, just switch Dan and Ojeda. Well, we'll have to keep that in for our lineups, keep that in mind what we put out there. Mo only <laughs> played 58 minutes on Tuesday, and then on Saturday he played 88. So we got 30 minutes. Re- or he played 30 minutes less on Tuesday than he did on Saturday. 
So, I mean, he's on That's 32 minutes of rest from Tuesday. So. You can do top right two, now. bottom one. Unless I was thinking about this. I don't think there should be a bottom one. To who are you going to give it to? Wilder for flopping. Bernadeschi for getting sent off. Yeah, Toronto for even showing up. Toronto, just Toronto, <laughs> just Toronto. But your your fucking national team is bankrupt. Oh yeah, no, that's poor. How do you end up in that situation? Canada. Is that <laughs> is that something to do with like just the government situation? Yeah, I have no idea. It's we'll talk about it off the pod to get all our thoughts in order for when we have, like, U.S. men's national team because we play them Gold Cup again in the yeah, knockout. Yeah, we play them in the quarterfinals. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Because so they finished second. Maybe we'll do a OC Fan TV U.S. men's national team edition where we can talk about this and some of that stuff. When would they announce? It's not going to... When they announce the next squad. When is that... When did we play that? That's where I'm going to look right now. I don't know when the next round but, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Toronto, bottom one. Y'all suck. Wasn't the ref for Chicago kind of ass? Yes. Am I remembering that Very right? Ass. He'd be my bottom one. Because <laughs> he was kind of shit. <laughs> just go back to go, Chicago. He said, for the uh, Toronto we, match? We, yeah, we, the guy from the game. Record? No, we haven't recorded since. Oh, yeah, that's what they did. Oh, shit. We haven't talked about Chicago. Did we? Eh. Wait. We don't have Yeah, time. we did. Yeah, we did. We did. No, we did. Oh, heard. Um. So, yeah, I guess the Toronto bus driver. For taking him there. No, if anything, he's the only one that did their job. I mean, he did his job, but he shouldn't have done his job. He should have just known, based on the skies. When they walked up to the bus, he should have been like, no. He should have drove to the Citrus Bowl and like, well, boys, no no match today. Yes, nobody's here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to Toronto, too. Um, My first top one's got to be Caesar. Yep. That's Best match in a related city shirt in his career so far, or his career here so far, possibly in his career overall. I don't know that Red Bulls Open Cup game where he had that yeah, the blinder there too. The, the, the uh, double, the double. Yeah, that was that was impressive. That, that was, was a, a good match. That too. was a fantastic football match from Caesar. That's what the Toronto game kind of felt like. It was very reminiscent of that, just how much we dominated mm-hmm. in terms of possession. In terms of playing in their half, it just they gave off those vibes. Yeah. I'm gonna go Caesar as well, goal and assist. Like can't fault him for much. No. Nine point one on foot mom. Can't take anything away from the guy. Um second guy, I'll go <clears throat> Antonio Carlos. Yeah, good match too. Other than Santos with the assist, our highest-rated defender. 95% accurate passing, 87 touches, 11 passes into the final third as a center back. Yeah. Did yeah, pretty well. Three or three tackles, oh. one, one block, two clearances, one headed clearance, two interceptions, one recovery. Won 75% of his ground duels, won 67% of his aerial duels. That is that fucking guy. Also, shut down the rumors to Fluminense. Facts. Not really, but yes, in our minds, yes. Player fact, he completed the second most passes in the match. Nice. That's what he does. I wonder who's the first. You guys go and I'll look it up. Fair. Um, I'm going Rafael Santos is my other one. 
Uh, he might not have had like the most glorious game, but at the same time, he did. Uh, the first assist should have got the second second assist too, although it was just the deflection. Um, but he kind of brings that not the same exact quality that Ruan brought with that the threat down the right side, and now we have the threat down the left side. Ruan brought it with the pace, but now Rafael Santos brings it with his uh, quality on the delivery, and that's just an extra element now that we can use um, in our attack. And I just think that's pretty impressive as to what he now brings. And he had a decent game, I would say. Yeah, um, he's gonna be my first my first top player. Like you said, Ruan was kind of dangerous, but we didn't see a whole lot of quality into the yeah quality. Um, we like his pace was on another level, but Santos, whenever he goes down the left, I feel like we have a, a good chance to score mm-hmm. in terms of his delivery, in terms of what he brings on the ball. Yeah, I feel like he's a more well-rounded player than Ruan. I think he's a more um, dynamic, a more just better than Ruan. More just better. Yeah. Welcome yes. to English 101 with Dave. <laughs> um, my other top player. You didn't give your first? No. No. Oh. I skipped Dave. Well, yeah. I thought he was agreeing with Caesar, so that's why I skipped him. But Gotcha. I mean, Caesar had a really good game, too, but. Are you um, not throwing him in there? I don't know. I'm just trying to be different, all right? Well, you, I mean, you could just give honorable mention. Fair. To Caesar? No. Or to someone uh, else? Someone else. Because Caesar's uh, my honorable mention, in my opinion. <laughs> I'll give it to Caesar. He had a, a great game. My two honorable mentions I'm going to say Antonio and Wilder. Both yeah. of them, I think. Yep. Wilder elevates our team, like I said in the last podcast. Tied yeah. for the most chances created, him and uh, Araujo. He was the most foul player in the match. <laughs> Wilder? Yeah. <laughs> Won the most duels, eight in this match. Did you figure yeah. out the passing? Oh, uh, yeah, it was in Antonio. They, they're just, the player fact thing that came up was just wrong. Because then when I looked at the stats and it was like the accurate passes for both teams, it was just Antonio. Nice. Um, let's see. Followed. Also, it's a fucking crime that Rafael Santos didn't make it in the MLS team of the match day. Yeah, that is a criminal. I don't know. How, didn't watch the NYCFC match at all, but the fact that Keaton Parts is playing center mid and they pushed Araujo out to left mid, they should have just kept Araujo in the middle and then put Rafael Santos out of left. left mid. Yeah. And then it, it was Wilder, Wilder on the bench and Ojeda. Ojeda on the bench. Yeah, was there another one? I swear we had it four. was four. It's Antonio. Antonio. Antonio yeah. On the, it was four of them. Yep. Yeah. So accurate passes went Antonio, Caesar, Wilder, Robin, and then finally a uh, Toronto player with Mark Anthony. K. Mark Anthony K. Yeah, he didn't do anything that much. No one did anything. That's fair. CJ Sapong didn't do shit. Uh, so he was looking up when we play Canada. Apparently, it's in three days' time. Oh, so. yeah, Sunday. So if we have the same squad, don't know how that's going to go. But if it's, I feel like if it's a different camp, then I feel like we should have already had that squad announced. And if we've all just missed that, then no, I think it's just the Gold Cup squad that we have that we brought with us. Well, I, I think uh, it's until we start to get to the final. Like so, but if, it's, if it's semifinal final, it's I think that's when. Like Pulisic, McKinney, those guys will come back in. So we're trusting our C team. <clears throat> we did last year. 
we did the same thing, but we probably didn't have to play Canada. No, I think we played Mexico. In the court of good lord. No, because we played them in the final, right? That was the Gold Club final. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't. Was that Pulisic's pen in extra time? Yeah. Or was that wait? Was it? I don't know. Yeah, because uh, that was the man in the mirror game, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if that was man in the mirror game. Don't know, don't care. Canada's broke. I have more money than you, so let's <laughs> get your shit together. It's definitely close. It's <laughs> Um, do you guys want to talk about RSL or we've we been kind of going on for, I don't, I, I think we're decent. They, they're overperforming this season, doing better than they thought they would. Um, they currently actually signed Chicho Arango and he's supposed to be making his debut against us. So that's actually one thing to look out for is his debut in an RSL kit. Yeah. Of course against us. So we'll see how that goes. If we have Antonio Robin playing though. I'm not worried about it. We got a good chance. Yeah. I mean, obviously he may score because that's what he does, but I think we'll do a good job of containing him. Mm -hmm. Kyle Smith in his pocket. Trust that man with my life. And your checkbooks. Facts. There you go. Yeah, I want to wrap it up. Yeah, well, thank you guys. Oh. What are you going to say? We're going to talk about something that was in the fan reacts. From Chicago. Um, so a couple of people have seen it now, obviously a lot of people oh. have seen it now, but somebody actually said something about it. Um, Johnny, we love Johnny. If you all know who he is, you all love Johnny. He's a great guy. Um, but at the very end, I think is when you did it right. Mm -hmm. He went on this whole rant about how much he appreciates us and all that. And we love him for that. We, none of us even expected this. He actually came up to Dave and was like, Hey, I need you to have somebody else hold the camera. Cause I need you to come on camera with us. And we're just like. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't know what was going on. Like, Johnny's telling me to go on camera. Yeah. I guess we're going on camera. <laughs> this is how it goes. But nobody should feel obligated. We don't want anybody to feel obligated to donate. We appreciate anyone who does donate. Mm. Um, but don't feel that way. It's like I said in the Discord today. It's like we've had a lot of ups and downs throughout the entire two years of this going on now. And the fact that y'all are still here and still watching means more to us than any donations that you guys give like as long as you keep supporting keep liking keep subscribing keep sharing that's what you know all we ask because we're here for you guys like there would be no us without you guys here supporting us so we love you johnny we appreciate you and definitely if you feel so obliged hit us up on the bias coffee cash app venmo now mm, I haven't no venmo yet but maybe one day um, but make sure that you hit that like button, subscribe button, turn on that notification bell. If you want to get more of this information, check us out on OC Fan TV on Twitter, on Instagram at OC Fan TV, on TikTok at OC Fan TV. If you're listening to us, well, that means Zach posted the Spotify. If you're, yeah. <laughs> if, you're yeah. if you haven't heard us, then check out YouTube where you already are. If you're looking at us. So, and, and now we have the Facebook Oh, and then Instagram yeah. came out with threads. Twitter May not last very long. Who knows? Yeah, Twitter's already up in arms. <laughs> but we're on it. So if, you've already, if you're already following us, we have a good amount of followers on there already. So if you have the app, go ahead, follow us on there too. I think it's just the same thing as Instagram, OC Fan TV. So we're on threads now too. On threads at OC Fan TV. I've got to add that to the monologue now. Yeah, and the Facebook. Facebook. Don't get hostile with us.
we're not here to cause any problems. I know how UOC Fan TV Facebook fans are. Not not OC Fan TV or Orlando, Orlando City, City. <laughs> fans on Facebook. I know how y'all get. Keep it civil. Yeah. That Twitter could be bad sometimes too. Oh but, yeah. You know, but hey. we we've navigated Twitter very well because we stay out of the drama. That's our policy. Woo. Anyway, see y'all in the next one after we beat RSL. And thanks to our sponsor Bet Online oh, yeah. for this episode.